Well, we got a a Christmas Eve game coming up for the Seahawks in Dallas against the Cowboys. You're going to hear it right here on your home of the Seahawks on Sunday. We'll be on the air at 10 a.m. They're going to kick it off at 125. The coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joins us. Coach, great to talk to you again. What's up, Dory? Hey, before I get... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. And before I get to all the football stuff, I wanted to talk about something you uh, tweeted about a day or so ago, and that is your team's Players Action Fund. You guys had been managing all the off-the-field social issues that your players have been wrestling with, and I know that they took a, a real positive step forward with all of that this week, and it sounded like it was something you were really proud of. Yeah, uh, this is a really good proactive statement about not just talking about it, but doing it and being about it, and the guys have come through in big in big fashion, and, and you know, the, if any, anything that we can do to help is worth it. And also the example that they get to set by, by going active and doing something and making a, an effort. I'm really proud of these guys. Yeah, and it goes back to something you and I talked about several weeks ago. And you said at some point this is going to translate into real demonstrable action. And with the million dollars they've raised and now they've started dispersing it to seven community groups, now we're starting to see the, the effects of that. Yes, and, and uh, it's, it's – just it's been such a great experience for these guys too. You know, to go from emotion to, to uh, really from a heartfelt you know decisions to, to do something, get active, and then and all the way to where they're right now they're already giving help, um, is, is fantastic. Yep. All right. And I know it's consistent with uh, a lot of the community stuff you've done in both LA and Seattle. Do you like how I started with such positive uh, good news like that too? Really nice. Well, it's that time of year. <laughs> yes, it is. I have nothing but Christmas cheer in my heart. Uh, let's talk a little football here. And, uh, you know, I, I know you don't look beyond the game and you can't look at what other teams have to do, but I look at the playoff calculators, and if you guys win-win, then it's almost a coin toss of you getting into the playoffs, and I assume that that's just your message. you got to take care of your business now and uh, – See what happens with all the other teams, but uh, I'm guessing that's your message to the team right now. Yeah, really, it's it's just this game, and and uh, you know, there's there's other games that have to be played. Other teams got to win too, and they got to do their stuff. And there's a tough game coming up for uh, you know for the Rams going to Tennessee. They got to go win that game, and, and we win this game, they win that game, then we're play, or they lose that game, then we're playing for the for the division in the last week. So. Everything is still there. If we would have won last week, we'd have to win this week. It yeah. doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't matter really in that regard. You just have to get over the experience of it and get onward and, and, and make sure you put your best foot forward as you, as you go ahead for the next challenge. And with the benefit of hindsight in a few days, uh, what have you figured out about last Sunday? Well, we ran into a buzzsaw, man. You know, we we uh, they were ready to go. They played great football. We gave them the field. We gave them the ball. We did, and they took full advantage of all of it, you know, and they executed beautifully and really just, we just put together a great football game. And, and meanwhile, we looked, we looked like we weren't even doing anything about it, you know, and, and so it was really frustrating. Our expectations were so different than, than what that turned out. Our standards for performance are so different than how that turned out. And, uh, you know, I'm giving them a lot of credit and then just disappointed that we weren't, we weren't able to offset it. And then, but then it's about we got to get back and get ready to go again this week so we can give ourselves the next best chance. Yeah, and I'm so fascinated by that, Pete, because you said, and I know their coach said, that they were ready to go, and that's what you just said. And you've told me before, you 
you sometimes feel like your guys are are just as ready as can be, and then the reality of the game doesn't match up with the expectation. In the, in the kind of the big picture, have you figured out the difference between expectation and reality when when it comes up short like that? Well, um, I can't tell you that I figured that out exactly as you're asking it, but. Um, what we do know is if, if we prepare really well and, and then we go out and, and, and perform, you know, like we had prepared, you get a really good chance of playing well. Now, then there's other factors and other things can happen, and it's how you respond to them. You know, us turning the ball over early, and it shouldn't have been a big deal, but, they, you know, they, they knocked it down the field and moved the ball a little bit, and then they moved the ball the, the next time, and then we gave them a punt return all the way down to the one, and it's 13 to nothing before you can even get started. And then, then things just never got going in our direction. So you, you really don't know how that game was going to turn out. Like you might think, oh, we just weren't ready to play, and that's what happened. But the circumstances affected what was going on, and they were able to take advantage of, of you know, just really just regular play. They, they had a three three point drive, a three point drive, and then a one yard drive. Yeah. You know, and so that game got going, and we needed to respond offensively, and we didn't do that. And so uh, it just turned into a, a one sided affair. Unlike we've seen, you know, I don't know when. I can't remember when. And so uh, it was just unfortunate because it was such a big opportunity. And, and, you know, we're still kicking ourselves about missing that opportunity uh, all the way to Monday. And we've turned that around. And now we're going to get ready for Dallas. What, what? Looks like an amazing team, too. Yeah, so yeah. Another another big challenge. Yeah, and, and I will get to them in just a second. I, I also think, you know, there is a perfect storm with all the injuries that have hit your team. And, and the Rams seem to be the type of team that were built to take advantage of you having so many starters out on defense. You never blame injuries. I, and, you know, I, I've, I've listened to you this week, and you've kind of alluded to the fact that, that yeah, we have some challenges here, but you never come out and blame injuries. And I'm always intrigued by that because I think a lot of people would be prone to doing that to just kind of take some pressure off themselves. Yeah, um, that, that's probably why. You know, I, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to alleviate the pressure. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't go that way. So, you know, we just have to deal with it and, and just keep moving forward. And when you start that, when do you stop that? And I just don't think it's the right way to go, you know, because you always have a chance no matter what, and you can always put together uh, great performances no matter what. And that's really what we're shooting for. And, you know, discarding the fact of what was who was available or who wasn't, you know, we still have a chance to do all kinds of great stuff. So, that's always in my mind, and so that's the only, only thing I want to point out and the only thing we want to focus on. Yeah, okay, got it. Um, I mentioned at the beginning that you had tweeted about uh, the Players Action Fund, and the I know that, I know that you told everybody the little post-game Twitter thing with Earl Thomas and Bobby Wagner. They've talked with each other. They've resolved that. Again, it's kind of a teaching element, bigger picture. It's got to be intriguing for you because you take advantage of Twitter and you like touching the fans directly but uh it's something you got to manage too with all of your players and that's got to be a, an intriguing challenge for you yeah well the social media and just the, the explosion of it in the last whatever eight six or eight years ten years whatever it is has been um a tremendous challenge and it's challenged us in so many ways not just in sports but in you know in the political world i mean in, in our personal lives you know people have, have had to learn how to deal with it and understand what the impact of it is. And, wait and wait it's, a second. Hard lessons. Are you telling me there are some politicians who tweet? Because I'm not familiar with yeah, that. Yeah. Some of, some of your, your buddies. <laughs> <laughs> some of your buddies out there are tweeting pretty actively. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's a tremendous, obviously, it's a tremendous uh, 
tool for expression and communication, but it's also it's it's a hazardous way to go, and and uh, it's 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 loaded with all kinds of pitfalls and, and and issues and stuff if you don't do it well. And so not everybody is is, is great at it, and, and a lot of people have made mistakes through it. And so anyway, it does give it does give way for um, guys to to go away that they would rather not have gone, you know, and, and wish they would have, you know, maybe thought a little bit more before they, they, I mean, for everybody, they think before you do it, you know, yeah. you got to be really judicious about how you handle it. Yep. Okay. Uh, injuries, KJ Wright, Bobby Wagner, they're both uh, back practicing this week. Yeah. Bobby's more limited in practice uh, than KJ. KJ's full go. Bobby's been doing uh, half the work and he, he'll, he'll be, uh, which is way ahead of what it was last week. So he'll be prepared to play. And we're looking forward to that. Um, we really missed them last week and missed their leadership during the week. And uh, so it's great to have them back on the field. You can just feel the presence. It's really, uh, it's, it's really important to our team. Can, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I know that you've talked about how, how Cam has been such a leader on the sideline in the locker room despite his injury. What is the difference between the leadership these guys can give being on the sideline versus on the field? How does it manifest itself? Well, I think I think in time it diminishes. You know, as you get further away from your playtime, it diminishes some. But it, like during this, the course of this season, uh, Cam has stayed close with us, and, and his voice has still been strong, and he's still been powerful. And uh, I think in time, you know, if you can't come back and play, you know, you lose some of that. But there, there's always room for others, you know, and that's what it, it makes way for other guys to be able to, you know, to send their message and express what they feel and how, how they impact. And, and uh, that's certainly what's happened. And Bobby and KJ are extremely valuable to this football team in that regard. Yep, absolutely. Running back Chris Carson, a couple weeks ago, you said we might see him before the end of the season. Where's he in his recovery? We were hoping so. We had a little setback uh, 10 days ago, and it just – it just got him off track a little bit, uh, so he was not able to practice this week, and we'll just start it up again next week and see where he is. Okay. All right. Uh, as for the Cowboys, your opponent this Sunday, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be back, and uh, I, I imagine there's a, a little bit of a double-edged sword there in that having not played for six weeks, there's a little rustiness, but it also means he's one of the rare guys who has fresh legs in, in week 16 here. Yeah, you're right about that, and, and I, I think I'm not – I'm not counting on that rustiness a whole lot. You know, he's running back, and it's, it, I, I think he can pretty much react and do the things he needs to do. I, I would expect him to be really, uh, really able, you know, and, and you're right about the fresh legs. That's a real legitimate factor. Uh, and I don't know how hard he's been working out. I know he's in good shape, um, you know, whether it's football shape or not, we'll see. But I, I would expect him to be really on it, and, and he's going to be a big factor. We've got to stop him. I would also expect he's going to have a little something to prove out there, too. Yeah, you can bet on that. Yeah. That, that team's got, you know, they're at, on the verge of, you know, trying to make a, a statement to be in the playoffs, too. You know, they're right there at 8-6, and six, so it's a big game for them as it is for us. And uh, playing on Christmas Eve, I know with all the bowl games you, you coached in that being away on the holidays probably is a, a usual thing. Is it at all different for you to have to play on Christmas Eve, or is it just uh, nature of the biz? No, it's just, it just is what it is. You know, it's, it's the nature of the business, and we've – you know, we've been hard at it. We were in the, these grooves so deeply right now that, um, un unfortunately, the holidays kind of—it's kind of a blip on the screen for us, you know. And it's hard on the families and, and all that. But uh, there'll be time. There'll be time for that. But really, 
whether it was Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or New Year's or whatever, it, it, it really doesn't factor in much. We kind of have our routines and we stick to it. Yep. All right. You uh, you just mentioned the record, 8-6. and six. Uh, do you Is the importance of 10-win seasons, you've had that impressive streak of those, are those things that, that are really important to you to, to keep streaks like that going? I like that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like that stuff. I surely don't dwell on it, but I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like, you know, because – I love consistency, and I, I love the consistency in the program and the performance, and that allows us to maintain really high expectations and all that. Um, so, you know, we can't get there. You, you can't get to ten this week. We can only get to nine. So, we're going to try to get this one first. Okay, and and just real quick. So, what have you learned this season? As long as you've been at this, with the you know the stuff we talked about, the the social issues that your players have been wrestling with, and and with the injuries that all of you have had to to wrestle with. I'm guessing. Every season kind of kind of kind of reveals new things to you as a coach, and this season probably as much as any. I'm guessing. Yeah, I I would think I'll have a better perspective on that. You know, when we're done, yeah, um, to to look back at it. But it has been challenging uh, in that you know we have had to see some really uh, extraordinary um, players and people on our team. You know, have to step away, and that that's probably been what what's been most obvious because. You know, you, there's always injuries in every season, uh, but rarely do you, you know, the guys of the stature of Cam and, and Sherm and Cliff, you know, th- those guys have just been, you know, stellar players in this program. And, and so that, that's that's been a little bit unique in that regard. You know, it's, it hasn't hit us like that before. Yep. And uh, I, I, we love those guys so much, you know, and they've been so good to us. Uh, and it's, it's been heartbreaking to see them outside of it, you know. And, and uh, even a guy like Deshaun Shedd, you know, who is – who was such has been such a heart and soul player have to sit on the outside of it all year long, you know, and, and just trying to peck his way back in here at the end. Uh, you know, it's 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 hard to see those guys miss this part of their life because it, you know, there there aren't very many years for these guys. They, no. they, it's a limited, quick uh, run they have, and and they they all want to maximize it and get as much of it as they can while they can. And so it's just it's a little bit. I think that's probably been the factor I can feel right now, but uh, I'll let you know a month from now or whatever it is, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, that's the deal. Well, Coach, uh, I know it's going to be another great challenge. The Cowboys are in the same situation you guys are in, and I wish you and your family and your staff and your players a very Merry Christmas. I always enjoy uh, talking with you and and uh, hope we have some really lofty goals that we're still talking about next week for the new year. There you go. And, and uh, to all your listeners, I know you, you have a loyal following and all of that for a good reason. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. And, uh, and we love the 12s. I'm glad that they've been with us all the way. we got one more shot with them here at, at the house here. we got to make sure it's a good one next week, too. There you go. All right, Pete, go all get right. them in Dallas. We'll talk to you next week. See you.